0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. What if you could reduce your home's carbon footprint and save money at the same time? With the recent signing of the Inflation Reduction Act, there may be more ways for you to access some home improvements while also being eco-friendly. Joining us to break it down is CEO of Rewiring America, Ari Matusiak. Welcome to Reset, Ari.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Also with us is Jen Walling, Executive Director of the Illinois Environmental Council. Welcome, Jen. Thank you. And rounding out our panel is Dave Collada, executive director of the Citizen Utility Board. Hey, Dave. Hey, great to be here. Ari, I'll start with you. The uh, Inflation Reduction Act, it's a hefty bill with a lot of moving parts. It's covering climate, health, taxes. But can you just tell us specifically what's in the bill that's related to home improvements?
1: Sure. Um, So the way to think about it is this is the largest climate investment in the history of our country, And really, the strategy rests on American households moving off of fossil fuels um, and electrifying everything we use in our day-to-day lives. And so there are an array of incentives from rebates to tax credits to low-cost financing for decisions we make around our kitchen table, what kind of cars we drive, um, how we heat the air and water in our homes, how we cook our food, how we dry our clothes, and where we get the power for those things. From a climate perspective, we need to shift all of them to efficient electric machines. If households do that, they can, on average, uh, save $1,800 a year. And that's really what the Inflation Reduction Act is incentivizing.
0: So can anyone qualify for these incentives?
1: Yes. um, There are rebates up to $14,000 for low and moderate income families. There are also uh, tax credits available available. Um, the policy was designed in a very thoughtful way to meet folks where they are. Um, and importantly, is the incentives are available over 10 years. So this isn't some kind of um, policy program where you have to rush out and get something that you weren't otherwise going to get. The way I like to think about it is that it's every American household now has a climate account that has been provided to them. And when your water heater or your furnace goes out or it's time to... Um, uh, think about a new cooktop, then there are rebates and incentives uh, for families to take advantage
0: of. Mm-hmm. Speaking of furnaces, Jen, as you know, many folks in Illinois, they have a furnace in their home for, for heat mm-hmm. and for hot water. I know this is a basic question, but just so that we're all on the same page, what exactly is a heat pump and why is it more efficient?
2: Um, sure. So a heat pump um, is a more efficient way to provide um, you know, hot water to hot water and, and heating and cooling to a home. Um, you know, at this point, uh, you know it's an energy efficiency efficient alternative to both furnaces and air conditioners. Uh, people have had questions about whether there's things that you can, whether it's going to be acceptable for all climates. But it is something that we can and will be using um, in Chicago and throughout Illinois uh, to save energy on our heating and cooling bills, um, and you know, previously there were not as many incentives to purchase heat pumps. uh, And with the Inflation Reduction Act, we're going to see uh, great rebates to be able to uh, install these and really decrease energy, particularly energy from natural gases, which is what we typically use in heating.
0: Dave, for for someone who's considering some of these improvements, are, are there things that they should keep in mind when choosing to install something like a heat pump?
3: Well, I mean, it's always important to be an educated consumer uh, and do your homework and do your research uh, and, and find you know the best uh, deals for you. But this is uh, an incredibly exciting opportunity. Uh, for consumers, uh, one of the things that we've seen, and this is particularly uh, a, a burden for people in the city of Chicago, is that uh, you know natural gas heating is increasingly unaffordable. Uh, in fact, about 30% of city of Chicago consumers right now simply can't afford to pay uh, their natural gas bills because the price of natural gas is so crazy. So the ability uh, to take advantage of heat pumps, which are improving in the technology is improving every year. Uh, it is a fantastic opportunity. They were cost effective in many cases in Chicago before all these rebates and tax credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is going to be a total game changer. It is going to be absolutely the right economic decision uh, for Illinois um, and, and Chicago consumers. Uh, to switch. Uh, And this is going to make that a whole lot easier. You're going to see consumer benefits from that, but you're also going to see climate benefits uh, because, of course, you're reducing uh, carbon pollution. So this is, we're very excited about it. And when you consider that Illinois just passed the Climate and Equitable Jobs Act or CEJA, we're really well positioned in the state to take full advantage uh, of all the great programs and incentives that uh, the IRA has established.
0: Ari, what's the typical cost for, for some of these improvements prior to these incentives from the Inflation Reduction Act money?
1: Well, the way, the way that I would characterize it is it's the, the difference in cost between a fossil fuel machine that costs more money uh, month over month and an efficient electric machine that costs more money up front. Um, so, if you think about the difference between a fossil fuel furnace, a gas furnace, and uh, an efficient electric heat pump, you might be talking about um uh as much as a few thousand dollars in difference in price um but the rebates that are available for for families um are up to eight thousand dollars for for the for a heat pump um, mm-hmm. uh itself. Um, tax credits are also uh, available to families, and, and and importantly, what ends up happening, and this is a, this is a piece of the transition, is that when you move from a house with pipes to one with plugs, um, you end up needing to do a number of things to make that happen, like wiring and sometimes upgrading your circuit breaker. And those are all also uh, incentives. There are incentives for all of those improvements as well. So um, this is all part of a coherent approach by the federal government um, to transition us off of fossil fuels into machines that are going to save us money month over month.
0: How does this bill benefit renters? Could it?
1: Yeah. Well, so, you know, obviously, if you're a renter, you don't really get to have a say in the the water heater uh, that is installed. Um, but, um, but there are incentives for, um, uh, for those heat pumps can be in unit, like in window, uh, units that are uh, qualify for incentives that renters can purchase. Um, obviously the electric vehicle credits apply for renters, um, and for other, uh, if you want to get sort of, a uh, an induction cooktop, uh, surface cooktop on your counter, you can get incentives for that. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I would sort of say with respect to the rental market is that these are incentives that are highly valuable for landlords um, and they stack up across uh, across properties. Um, and ultimately what this ends up becoming is a tool for increasing the asset value of, of, of homes Um, and uh, with a significant incentive for landlords to participate in that transition as well.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and if you're just tuning in, we're talking about electrifying your home and how to get money to do it. With us is Ari Matusiak with Rewiring America, Jen Walling of the Illinois Environmental Council, and Dave Collada with the Citizen Utility Board. Jen, does the Climate and Equitable Jobs Act, does that help residents with home improvements and how they'll interact with the inflation Reduction Act?
2: Definitely. It is amazing that we in Illinois were able to pass this monumental bill, the Climate Equitable Jobs Act, especially with support of uh, our governor, leadership of our governor, J.B. Pritzker. And uh, we are a year ahead of the rest of the country in terms of some of these substantial programs, and even more than a year in in many cases in what we've been doing with energy efficiency uh, in Illinois. And so The Climate and Equitable Jobs Act increases energy efficiency programs that have been ongoing, um, and it does things like a health and safety fund to make sure that when low-income homes are are being, you're doing energy efficiency, you can make those small repairs that allow you to proceed with energy efficiency. So there's a number of things that um, have already happened that are being expanded and are going to have real benefits for residents, for consumers, for renters, that uh, folks can take advantage of right now today. But as we talked about, they'll be able to stack the federal benefit on top of these state benefits for energy efficiency.
0: Yeah. Dave, are, are there any concerns about full electrification, just putting too much strain on the grid here in Illinois?
3: Well, that's one of the reasons that, you know, we were very encouraged that as part of CEJA, uh, this concept of of beneficial electrification uh, was a core tenet, and what that means is that you have to make sure that as you electrify. That uh, essentially, if you're using the example of electric vehicles, uh, that cars charge. If you know, there are programs that set up so that cars charge when it's best for the grid, and don't charge when it could impose higher costs. And so we have a regulatory framework that was established by Sija, you know, to deal with, with this very issue. We're very confident at Cub that if we uh, electrify appropriately. Uh, we're going to see very large cost reductions for consumers uh, when it comes to whole overall home uh, energy costs if for no other reason than um, the cost of fossil fuel heating is, is so uh, exorbitant and only going to get higher uh, and so by switching uh, to you know new technologies more advanced technologies based on heat pumps uh, you can save you know quite a bit of money so we, we're confident that you know if we get the rules right here develop the, the policies appropriately that CJEP put in place Mm -hmm. uh, that that we're going to be able able to electrify in a way that benefits all consumers.
0: Ari, what do you think? What's your perspective on on how these incentives will work at the state level?
1: Well, I think it creates a a massive opportunity to think strategically about, about educating households about the savings that they can have. And in doing that, creating plans for transitioning, um, uh, transitioning local economies from a fossil fuel economy to an electric one. And what I would just say is, you know, in our history as a country, we have, um, we have done a very good job of meeting demand. We doubled electricity supply in the 1950s, and then we doubled it again in the 1960s. As people replace their machines and electrify them, they will be creating the economic uh, rationale for investing in our grid. And the beauty of the Inflation Reduction Act tied to CEJA and other policies around the country is that it creates certainty for uh, for, um, uh, energy suppliers and investors both to make the long-term investments and commitments into what we are all going to collectively need. And that's gonna happen over time, and we can plan for it, which is the beautiful thing.
0: Well, Jen, you know, in in regards to reducing carbon emissions, sum it up for us. How important are these incentives for home efficiency improvements?
2: This is the next category that we really need to address in carbon emissions. We've done a whole lot in the power sector. Power sector is declining and heading towards uh, much lower levels, especially in Illinois, where we're headed towards zero and throughout the country this portion of home energy usage is really that in the transportation sector are the next big sectors of carbon emissions. So being able to address these, address them quickly to reduce carbon emissions is important. And in in addition to the carbon benefits, these are all improvements that are going to make people's lives better. It's going to make home air quality better. It's going to make life, uh, quality of life better as we fix and repair our homes and make them more efficient. So it's really a win-win for uh, folks that take advantage of the programs.
0: That was Jen Walling, Executive Director of Illinois Environmental Council, Ari Matusiak, CEO of Rewiring America, and Dave Collada, Executive Director of the Citizen Utility Board. Thank you all. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.